Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss Down the blind Andrew John inside for Elvis Elvis will score Elvis will score Newcastle and one G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, we've got part four of our best 17 series, if you haven't caught up on the first three parts, go back and have a listen to them today guys, uh, we're going through every single club and talking about which players from their modern day squad, their current squad right now, uh, would make their best 17 of all time. The first three episodes, some very, very good chats in there, some very interesting teams, I'll be completely honest with you, part four today, I think it's going to be a little bit more of a tough carry, some of these teams not doing doing overly well. Uh, but if you go back to part one, that was all the Queensland teams. Part two, we had the Raiders, the Melbourne Storm, the New Zealand Warriors, and the Newcastle Knights. That was an absolute cracker. And part three, the Roosters, the Rabbitohs, the Eels, and the Penrith Panthers. That one dropped this morning. A very, very interesting chat, especially those Penrith Panthers. Panthers, a lot of boys in the last three years, obviously getting a bait in that, which is sensational. Part four today, we're going to get stuck into the West Tigers, the Canterbury Bulldogs, the Manly Seagulls, the Dragons, and the Sharks. The way these work, I go through the squad, talk about guys I think could potentially make their best team ever. Uh, and then I also give you a smoky, and I give you a couple of quotes from you guys. I'll be honest with you, these ones are... Uh, not great because not many of the teams are going overly well. So we will sort of talk about guys that I think have the potential eventually to get into there a little bit more. So let's get stuck into it. Let's kick off with the mighty West Tigers. I uh, looked through their side, and I honestly, I'm not sure if anyone will get into the Tigers' best side here. You've got very good players there like Johnny Bateman, Appy, Dave Clemmer, but... The reality is that even though these guys are very good players, they have literally only just arrived at the club. Uh, They've spent one season there, some of them two seasons in which they got the wooden spoon. So there really isn't much to take from this West Tigers side. I think the only one that you could probably consider as potentially getting into their best 17 ever is David Nofaluma, who seemingly can't get into their 17 right now, but I think that throughout his career, he has been very good for the West Tigers. Uh, obviously, there's defensive issues and everything. I speak about that quite a bit on, on weekly previews and whatnot, but there's no doubt whatsoever that when the Tigers have had some of their darkest times, Nof has been the one having the the, the biggest crack by far and away. So I think Nofaluma is one that you could throw 
throw in there. Uh, outside of that, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, even Appy, I, I think he's the best player at the club, but after one season, could you put him in their best 17 ever? Uh, especially when you got guys like Ro- Robbie Farrar and a few other decent nines I've had. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a bit of a weird one, the West Tigers, because they are in a really poor state at the moment, and they have just recruited a lot of good guys. But do you make a best 17 of a club that's been around for you know, 23 years after one season. Pretty tough to choose there. Uh, some quotes from you guys, and I actually took two or three from West Tigers fans. Um, <laughs> this one says, uh, from David Nakorta, says, does Benji count? And I'll tell you what, if you could put the coach in at 5'8", you would in a heartbeat. Benji there, without a doubt. From Tommy Troyden. Potentially not. Buller has potential to be there eventually. I agree. I think Buller could be there potentially. Uh, and I think Noff is the only one that you could really have a shout. And then there was a lot of people that said, I'd probably put Appy on the bench. And, you know, well, well, once again, Appy's played one season there. I, if you if you want to put Appy on the bench, I wouldn't push back on you too heavily. Uh, but, yeah, it is a little bit alarming. And after one season, you can make the best 17. Or, you know, one season where you win a wooden spoon. Uh, and a 17-10 comp is a little bit alarming. But I guess that's just the reality of where the t- Tigers are at the moment. Uh, my Smokey for the future. Obviously, Jareem Buller, if you want to call him a Smokey. I think this kid has got so much ability. He's just re-signed. Hopefully, Benji can start to turn things around and Buller can be the face of this club moving forward. The other two that I think, the other one that I think needs to be noted is Latu Fainu. Uh, I'm a huge, huge fan of him. Uh, he's obviously been at the Manly Seagulls last year. They let, they've let him go, uh, which is a little bit of a red flag to me, if I'm being completely honest with you. I didn't expect them to let him go. Uh, and to see him, honestly, if he would have landed at any of the other 15 clubs, I would have been super hyped. Just seeing him arrive at the West Tigers, that has me worried a little bit. Like, let's call it as it is. The Tigers in their history, you know, over the last 5, 10, 15 years, whatever it might be, uh, they've shown that they seemingly don't get the very best out of players. Latu going there does worry me a little bit, but I think he's another one with huge potential uh, to push himself up there. Now, obviously, they've had some fantastic players, uh, most notably Scott Prince and Benji Marshall who'd be in the halves, but I think Latu potentially could jump maybe a Scotty Prince, but it's probably going to be a long shot, but he has got a whole career ahead of him, but I also think that he could earn a spot in like Jersey 14 or something like that. If they build a club around him over the next 10-15 years, and he's as successful as I think he can be, he could be there, but a huge smoky with a lot a lot that has to fall his way. So, Tigers, bit of a tough carry there. Uh, not too many guys you could select. Now, Speaking of tough carries, uh, the Canterbury Bulldogs. You look at the West Tigers, and they've got a shorter history, a less successful history than Canterbury. So I think the Canterbury team is even harder to make, um, and I'm just not sure who you would put in there. The Canterbury Bulldogs, a very rich history, won many premierships uh, over the, uh, over their existence, had a lot of champion players, some of the greats we've ever seen. Uh, for me... Josh Adokar, maybe. Uh, he's probably the only one that I could consider putting in this side somewhere, and even that doesn't feel overly right. Uh, you know, just off the top of my head, there's a lot of guys you would obviously, I think you would have before Josh Adokar on the wing. He might be a better player than them before what he's done at Canterbury. Uh, I just, yeah, like 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 Matt Utai comes to mind straight away. Hasmil Masri comes to mind straight away. Gearin comes to mind straight away. Darrell Halligan comes to mind straight away. Uh, and, and I'm really just thinking off the top of my head here. So, I a lot of wingers. I don't know if I could fit Josh Adokar in there, to be honest with you, uh, but he's probably the closest one, unfortunately. Um, this The comment comes from the great Winston Neville. 
uh, a big super coach player and a uh, big timer in the punters and dribblers, champion fella. Uh, dogs historically light on nine, so maybe Reed could sneak Fox on a wing. Neither been at the club long enough, though. And I completely agree, and I know Winston is a very, very passionate Canterbury Bulldogs fan, so I'm sure he wouldn't be stoked making that comment. But I think it is the reality. I think it is a very fair um, summary of the Canterbury Bulldogs, especially when it comes to this question. The Dogs are historically light on nines. When you think about the history of their club, they don't really have a standout absolute legend at nine. I mean, um, I think it was Corey Hughes that was the hooker in the 2004 Grand Final. Michael Ennis was obviously there for a long period of time and was pretty successful as a Canterbury Bulldog. Uh, So maybe Reid Marnie, but honestly, based on his performances for Canterbury this year, he had some good moments, but he had some pretty poor moments, I thought, as well. Uh, Reid was not as good this year as what I thought he was going to be. So even Reid, geez, I I think there's other hookers that have won premierships that I would have to go uh, uh, over Reid, and I kind of feel like Winston um, feels the same, realistically. Could sneak Fox on a wing. As I said, there's a number of fantastic wingers that I would probably have to pick before Fox, but I think Fox has the potential uh, to put himself in that team, uh, depending on how the rest of his career career goes. Uh, my Smokies. My Smokies. Obviously, uh, Jacob Preston, he is the absolute standout one there. I think he got their, their Player of the Year award. Uh, relatively unknown in the preseason. Uh, playing at the Bears last year. Made the move over to Canterbury Bulldogs. Uh, his rise has been simply incredible. It's been fantastic to watch. Carl Oluwapu was the other one. I think that these the Bulldogs side, uh, I know that Gus and Cameron Serraldo, very high on Carl Oluwapu, building around him into the future. So I think they are two guys that you could potentially see get into that side. The other one I'd love to to see, and I really hope he has a fantastic rest of his career, is Jacob Kiraz. I think he really does represent, um, you know, that that, that that Lebanese fan base of the Canterbury Bulldogs, and I hope that he can continue and sort of become like a Hazemel Masri character for that club. Uh, but Preston and Carl, uh, they would be the two guys that stand out for me. Uh, I think they are the two ones with the best hope of getting into this side long term, but they would have to win premierships because uh, that, 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 that's the beauty of the Canterbury Bulldogs. All the guys that would be in this team previously, they are all premiership winners. They have all done fantastic things. The Bulldogs have a lot to turn around, but they are a proud club with a proud history. Uh, and I think they're starting to get the right people in the right spots. I think they've cut a lot of dead wood this year, and I think they've made some good decisions. Uh, Let's move to the Manly Seagulls. Really tough. Um, As we know, the Manly Seagulls, their entire squad and team uh, is built around... You know, a few dudes, Turbo, Gerbo, and DCE. Uh, just those three there, I think, are the only ones that would really have a hope of making it. Uh, there's other really good players there that I love, like Ruben Garrick's one that I almost put there, but I like I don't think you could possibly put Ruben Garrick in there over former uh, Manly players, especially, you know, wingers and fullbacks and whatnot. So I think it's only Turbo, Gerbo, and DCE that have a shot at it. Um, Turbo, uh, I know he's a fantastic player. He's done unbelievable things, but he's still right now, you know, based on achievements and everything, um, he is still behind. He's still probably the third best fullback in the club's history. I think Graham Eady and Brett Stewart definitely have to be above him. So Turbo, maybe you could chuck him on the wing or something. I'm not quite sure. But then, you know, you've got your Jamie Lyons, you've got your Steve Mattis, uh, you've got, a, you know, um, Kossefs, you've got your Hopawades. You've got a number of fantastic players from the Manly Seagulls as well. So 
I, I just don't know if Turbo gets into the side right now. Um, you know, obviously another team that's won many premierships and whatnot, and a lot of the guys you would pick in that side are premiership winners. So I think Turbo probably has to do a little bit more. Gerbo, you could probably make a fairer argument for him to be in there simply because he's a forward. You've got to pick more of them. I wouldn't be surprised to see Jake Travojevic maybe have a bench spot now, uh, but I do think by the end of his career, if they can win a couple of premierships or a premiership, I think he could push himself into the starting side. A fantastic player, Gerbo. Uh, DCE? Yeah, he's had a, he's had an unreal career. He's obviously won a comp, won a Clive Churchill Rookie of the Year. Uh, but for me, you'd have to put him in over guys like Jeff Tuvey, Desi Hasler, Matty Orford, uh, which I probably just couldn't do. And there's probably a little bit of recency bias that leans into that. But I think realistically, DCE, when you take out the first three years of his career, um, I think he's done his absolute best work when playing for Queensland, not for Manly. So I probably couldn't put DCE in there. Maybe as a benchy, but still, you know, the guys that I listed before, your Matty Orfords, uh, your Jeff Tuvies, your Desi Houses, these sort of guys. You know, you got to have Cliffy Lyons at 5'8". So, Desi's got to fit in somewhere as well. So, I just don't think DCE can be there. Uh, this this quote comes from Granger.12. DCE, but he probably needs another Prem to be considered better than Tuvi. Turbo has the potential to finish up better than Shuanidi, but we'll see. I completely agree with all those. I wouldn't have DCE in there. And as Granger12 says, DCE, but he probably needs another Prem to be considered better than Tuvi. I think he definitely needs at least another Premiership to be considered better than Tuvi. So uh, I would be going with Tuves at halfback. And DCE, I don't think he'd make my 17. And I agree, Turbo has the potential to finish up better than Shuanidi, but we'll see. I think that's a essentially saying he's third in line right now based on achievement, so I completely agree. Um, the Smokey, to make it into this side, I'm going to go with the young hooker, Gordon Chan Kum Tong. I'm a huge fan. I think he's got a very, very big future. Uh, when you look at the history of the Manly Seagulls and, and the nines they've had, you're probably looking at like Maxi Krilic. Um, you could have Jeff Tuvey there, but I think he'll, he'll be the halfback. Uh, Maxi Krilic and uh, Matty Ballon as well, who was the hooker during that very successful period. So uh, he's, got a, he's got a lot to chase down. But I don't think chasing those guys is unachievable, if you know what I mean. I think it can be done. Uh, Gordon Chan Kum Tong, I think he's got a heap of ability, but he's got a long way to go, a long, long way to go. Uh, I would have had Latu Fainu if he didn't leave, uh, but Gordon's probably the one I'm most excited about there as a Smokey. All right, let's move to the St. George. Illawarra Dragons. Um... Ugh, good God. Obviously, a very, very famous club. Uh, they've been very successful, made the grand final in 1999, lost in heartbreaking circumstances there, uh, won the grand final in 2010 with, you know, one of the great sides ever. Uh, and I think a lot of the players from that team would probably make it. I think there are other guys sprinkled throughout their history that would get a shot. Uh, but I think you would have to go with Darius Boyd at fullback. I think you would have to have Gaz and Cooper in the centers. Nightingale, Brett Morris would have to be the wingers, I think. Uh, 5'8 would probably... Probably have to be Sowie. Uh, halfback, you've got Benny Hornby there, who's an absolute club legend. Mate, you know, you've got Trent Barrett, you've got to fit in there as well. So Ben Hunt, I think he's the only one that stands a chance of getting into it. Uh, and I'm still not sure if Ben Hunt would be in it realistically. Probably if you're picking the Dragons' best ever side right now, Benny Hunt, who's said it on a few occasions, he doesn't want to be there, probably doesn't get a bait. Uh, so yeah, the Dragons are tough. I think J J J Jack DeBellin's obviously a fantastic footballer. Uh, but, you know, the Dragons have had some very good forward packs. Even back to the early 2000s when they weren't winning comps. Uh, but, you know, they had, you know, Luke Bailey's, Jason Riles, these sort of um, kangaroos uh, running around in their side. So I'm not even sure if Jack DeBellin makes a side realistically. Dean Young would have to be in there somewhere. Benny Cray would have to be in there somewhere. Probably have Bo Scott in there somewhere. So... 
Yeah, even Jack DeBellin, I don't know if he's got a right to be in that side either. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if anyone would make the Dragon side. Benny Hunt's obviously been tremendous for a long time, but even before him, Gareth Widdop was tremendous and carried this side in the same sort of fashion as well. Shout out to him who retired the other day. Uh, so, yeah, really, really tough one for the Dragons. Um, Craig19, at Craig19, his quote is just Ben Hunt. And, yeah, I think Benny Hunt is the best hope, but I'm not even sure if Ben Hunt makes this side realistically. Uh, I'd love to put Benny in there. You all know how much I love him. But I'm just not sure if we could. Uh, I wouldn't mind playing Benny Hunt at nine, to be honest with you. When I think back on the great hookers they've had, Nathan Brown, uh, you're probably looking at like Nathan Fiend, Dean Young. Maybe you could play Dean Young as a forward. Uh, Cam McInnes. I don't hate Benny Hunt at nine, but, you know, there's obviously guys that achieve more when playing nine for the Dragons as well. So, fucked if I know. Uh, the Smokey from the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Uh, look, I'm going to put Lomax up there just because he's got so much ability, but I'm not sure if he'll ever put it together to the point where you could talk about him in the same sentence as Gaz, Cooper, or any of those wingers. Uh, they're obviously champion players. It's going to be very hard for him to get to that level. I do think Blake Laurie sort of turned a corner this year, but once again... Do I think he can get to those level, those other guys? Probably not. Love the look of these Couchman boys, but just a long, long way to go there. Dragons, uh, pretty grim at the moment, not looking fantastic. So it's a bit hard to sort of comment on who I think will be those guys. Uh, let's have a look at the Cronulla Sharks to finish off here. For the Sharkies, uh, two guys came to mind. The first one was Nico Hines, but, you know, he's only played 50-odd games for the club. He's obviously won a Dalian medal, but, like, Christ, they've had some good halfbacks over the years. Uh, the other one's Wade Graham, who obviously just retired. Uh, so whether you want to count him as part of the squad or not, I think Wade Graham would be in the best 17 ever. Uh, key cog in that premiership-winning side, I think Wade would have to be there. I don't think there's any doubting uh, Wade would be one of the edge-back rowers in that side. Uh, so from the rest of the squad, uh, honestly, it's pretty hard to pick out guys that would be there. And you know what? The Sharkies have got a really good squad. I don't that they haven't won a finals game in two years or whatever it might be, but like that, they have actually got a very, very good squad from one to 17. I think it's one of the better squads in the NRL, but I just don't think I could fit any of them in the side. Obviously, Andrew Fafita, he would make the Cronulla Sharks best side ever, but he retired the year before. Uh, so, yeah, really interesting with the Sharkies to have such a strong side, uh, but I just can't fit any of them into the Cronulla Sharks team. And obviously, the 26th side, uh, they'd have a lot of players from there. They'd have a lot of players from back in the day as well, you know, like your... Um, Gavin Millers, uh, you know, Sparkles McGaw, like they're, they're Andrew Eddinghausen. So pretty tough side to get into realistically. Uh, and I, I'm not sure how many of the current players would. I don't think I could put any of them in it as it stands right now. Uh, let's have a look at the ones suggested by you guys. So Will H. Homer says, Hines, maybe 14 in the best side. Potentially in Jersey 14, I think it is the only one that you could possibly put in there. Uh, but, you know, and granted, Nico Hines won a Daly M. He got very close to winning it this year as well. I think it's something that was sort of slept off, uh, slept on off the back of the Daly M medal, just how close Hines got again. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I, without going through and doing the side myself, I'm not sure if I could find a spot uh, for Nico Hines. But I think he definitely would be the closest out of all of them. Uh, the Smoky. Now, I might just have a look to see if we can find a best Cronulla Shark side because there's one guy that I think is a really good Smokey um, to get in there, but I'm just... 
Yeah, I'm a little bit hesitant to see who else uh, they could potentially have there. I think Blake Braley is a good shot. He's the one that I'm sort of looking at. I think that when you have a look at their great hookers of all time, unless there is someone um, that I'm forgetting, I reckon he would be a sneaky little hope. Like Mick Ennis, he, he, he obviously won the premiership there, but I think he only played there for one or two seasons. So I think that if Blake Braley manages to play his entire career there, yeah, like Michael Ennis, he obviously won the premiership, so that will elevate him forever, but he only played 51 matches there. So I think if Blake Braley can play an entire career there, uh, he could give it a really, really good shake. Outside of Braley, though, uh, the only other one that I think uh, has the potential to potentially get in that side, and look, when I say that, you know, there's great wingers, there's great centers, there's great forwards in this team. Like, there's a lot of guys that could get there, but I think Blake Braley's number one. I think number two is Britton Nicodo. He's obviously uh, played his entire career so far at the Cronulla Sharks. I think he will play out the rest of his career there, uh, and he's developing at a very, very impressive rate. So, Sharkies hard to get anyone into that side, but I think there is potential in the younger guys for there to be players to be there long term. So, yeah, guys, that will do us for part three. That was obviously a little bit of a tougher carry because some of those teams aren't doing too well uh, and there aren't like... Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Outside of Nico at the Cronulla Sharks, there isn't a standout all-time talent sort of there, and they obviously have had uh, some very, very good players in the past. Guys, if you would like to go back and have a listen to the other episodes, I highly advise it. Uh, some of our favorite content we've done in a while. I really, really enjoyed that. Let me know of all the episodes, in particular, if there's anything here you disagreed with, please let me know on Instagram. Very, very keen to have those conversations. As, as I always say, guys, this is your team. I'm looking at all 17 of them. You know your team better than what I know your team. So if you have any takes or people you think I've forgotten or anything, please let me know. I am very, very keen to hear your thoughts on your team because you're the expert of that side. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.